Thank you. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of BBB Western Ontario. And Ask BBB is a program that gives consumers information about businesses they can trust. The program is called Ask BBB. And what happens when you do that? Well, today we'll explore the steps businesses take to become accredited, how they maintain accreditation, and how their BBB rating is determined. We'll talk about that and what it means to a business and to consumers. Also, nominations for the BBB Business Integrity Awards closed June 30th. I understand that this year there were a record number of nominations at 120. This morning, Asad Eldik, the chair of the BBB Business Integrity Awards, joins us to talk about what happens next as we move forward to BBB's Integrity Awards breakfast ceremony on Thursday, November 9th, 2017. And summer, it's a time of vacation, and that may mean renting a car. What should we be aware of when we sign that contract? BBB's communications manager, Ashley Kasselman, will join us to provide some answers. The Business Integrity Awards Breakfast is always a highlight of the BBB year, and we are pleased to welcome Asad Eldik, chair of this year's event, to talk about it. Good morning. Good morning, Glenda. How are you today? Excellent. Um, Asad, can you tell us a little bit about what the BBB Business Integrity Awards are? Uh, Linda, the BBB Business Integrity Award is an award celebration hosted by the BBB Western Ontario. It was developed 20 years ago to recognize companies who display an outstanding level of ethics and integrity in all of their business dealings. And it's always uh, well attended in our city. It's uh, it's an exciting time when that date rolls around. It's a beautiful think, event, uh, yeah. Jim. And, you know, everybody in London wants to be there. Uh, just let's back up a bit, though. What is the process for the awards before we get to that big, exciting morning? Yes, so nominations are open for two months in the spring. Once nominations have closed, the submissions process begins. The BBB hosts training clinics for the nominees or for the nominated businesses where they can learn what to put in their submission to make it strong and capable of winning the award. Mm -hmm. The submission process helps businesses look back at their history and into their daily operations and also look into the future because not everybody is going to be a winner or a recipient of the award. So it will help you improve that submission and know what is needed and what is required to apply for that award in future years. But hopefully you'll win this year. Yeah. Now, your business, Armour Shield uh, Roofing, was a winner. But yes. you weren't a winner the first year you applied. No. Uh, that, so uh, businesses can be nominated in successive years. That's correct. Armor Shield Roofing is uh, our business, and we were the winners in uh, 2012. But we were finalists in 2010 and in 2011. And, uh, you know, you should not give up. Keep trying because you can always keep improving. But I tell you what, there is no really a winner or not a winner in this event. It's it's a recipient of the award. So even just being a nominee you, you are, it is a great honor. Also being a, a finalist is a great honor. Well, uh, Linda, you mentioned that there were a record number of nominations this year. Uh, so the process then uh, comes down to uh, 
picking out finalists. And when you said that there there are um, training seminars, it, it gives an indication that it's quite a process to go through uh, filling out the nomination uh, completion. Well, I tell you a secret here, Jim. When I applied in 2010, 11, and 12, we had no classes at that time. This is a new um, uh, a new event or a new uh, measure we take at the BBB to help filling the application. Yes, it is a fairly lengthy process. I mean, if you're winning uh, an integrity award, we, we want to make sure that you are worthy of that award and that the independent judges that are judging um, the criteria for the winner, that they have the full information about that company. So, yes, it could be lengthy, but I tell you what, I enjoyed every minute of the process. It makes you, as I mentioned before, look at your company and see where you need to go in the future or what you need to improve Well, I think to get it, there. it speaks highly of your company and of you, the fact that uh, you are now uh, on the board of directors yes. and you're the chair of this uh, the Integrity Awards. Thank you. So you, you believe in integrity and in companies that also believe in, in integrity. Uh, so as this process goes forward uh, for each of these companies, uh, they will go through uh, a process of analyzing their company and then presenting the information uh, to independent judges. And I think that's that's important for us to understand. The BBB, uh, after that process, is then remote from it. That's correct. Um, the BBB is not involved in any way in the judging process. We have independent judges uh, that take care of that uh, situation. So actually, whether you are an accredited business or a non-accredited business, you could be a recipient of the award. We, the, we do not uh, discriminate between whether you are accredited or non-accredited for your application process, and the judges do not uh, use that as a criteria. So clearly, with 120 nominees this year, a record number, uh, and there's nominations in the entire area that the Western uh, BBB serves, from Woodstock to Windsor, the South Shore, yes. Simcoe, Sarnia, um, Godrich. Uh, clearly, your committee has done an outstanding job in coordinating this year's event uh, and uh, moving forward. Can you uh, share with the listeners when the event is going to be held? The event is going to be held on November 9 of 2017, so this coming in November the 9th. At 7 a.m., it is an early uh, uh, event. We try to do that so we can get everybody back to business by 9 a.m. So it is intentional that we start at 7, and we guarantee that you'll be at your business back at 9. And if you want any information, you can call the BBB office, and uh, they'll tell you all about it. And that, that number is 519-673-3222. Asad, thanks very much for um, taking time uh, of your day to uh, share with us here on Ask BBB. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Linda. And I hope that uh, this event this year will be an outstanding one, just like previous years. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest has been Asad Eldig, who is the chair of the 2017 BBB Business Integrity Award Breakfast. And when we return, we're going to talk about what it means when you see the BBB seal. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. And this time around, what is the Better Business Bureau, or BBB 101? So, Linda, uh, let's start right there. What is Better Business Bureau, or BBB? 
A Better Business Bureau, or BBB, is a nonprofit, and it's made up of a group of businesses who have gotten together for the promotion and protection of legitimate business. Everything the BBB does is designed to strengthen reputable businesses and at the same time protect the public. Uh, Better Business Bureau's jobs are to make sure every dollar spent in its jurisdiction is spent with legitimate business. Now, this is a really big question, and because you're there every day, you probably have uh, tons of uh, things to say. But what does BBB do? BBB helps people find and recommend businesses, brands, and charities they can trust. People today are overwhelmed with choices and often unsure about where to find verified, unbiased information. And there's more than 30 million businesses in North America alone and hundreds of thousands of sites around the world where people have been shopping online. There are thousands of free and subscription websites that offer a range of information, including reviews, reports, directories, listings, and gripe sites. Better Business Bureau is the one place you can find it all. So the website is a very active one then. Yeah. How long has uh, the BBB been around? Originally called the Vigilance Committee or Advertising Clubs, the first Better Business Bureau, believe it or not, was established in the early 1900s. Their goal was to correct advertising abuses. And in response to marketplace demands, Better Business Bureaus quickly expanded to monitor business performance and provide consumers with vital information to avoid the pitfalls in the marketplace. The BBB monitors the marketplace for deceptive advertising, sales tactics, fraud, misleading charitable appeals, and fly-by-night scams. Now, businesses apply for accreditation to become part of BBB. Uh, Do the BBBs monitor BBB-accredited businesses for continuing compliance with the standards, Linda? Yes, they do. And in fact, businesses are invited to apply for accreditation. Every BBB-accredited business is monitored for continuing adherence to BBB standards. Prior to renewing a business, every year the BBB does a thorough investigation to ensure they are adhering to a code of business practices. There are seven principles a business must adhere to. Uh, Build trust, Mm -hmm. advertise honestly, tell the truth, be transparent, honor promises, be responsive, and safeguard privacy. Sounds like the businesses we want to do business with. Absolutely. So, well, what, what happens then if a business isn't standing up to these standards? We try to work with businesses as best as we can to set them on track. But if a business refuses to stand by the standards, their, their accreditation is revoked. Uh, so BBB's rate businesses, uh, what goes into that rating? The BBB grade is based on BBB file information about a business. Uh, Ratings are dynamic and change based on a number of marketplace factors. Several factors go into the rating, such as complaints, the time a business is in business, advertising issues, government action, and more. Uh, When it comes to scams and ripoffs, what can the BBB do about them? Although the BBB does not have legal or policing powers, we do provide information about marketplace fraud through alerts on scams to the public. Uh, Actually, with our radio show that 
this one, we uh, often talk about scams and frauds uh, in the uh, country. Uh, We work closely with local, state, federal law enforcement agencies, providing them with valuable information on potential frauds. And we are often the first organization to know about a developing scam and alert authorities and the public. When a scam develops in one part of the country, the news travels quickly between BBBs in the United States and Canada. And in turn, we alert the public in their communities. And if I know that there is a scam going on, uh, what can I do? BBB has a scam resource center where you can report and research potential scams. If you think you may have been scammed, go to bbb.org backslash scam tracker to report the scam. Once we have received a scam report, we will investigate it and report on it to warn the public. And then it'll appear on the scam tracker and and everybody across North America will know about it. That's right. We'll get it out through our network and through the public. Uh, and that's through... one thing to keep in mind as well. The BBB isn't just Canada. It's uh, all of North America. It's a North America-wide network and in Mexico, and we are very interconnected through our communication, through the intranet, uh, and absolutely, we monitor each other's communities. And if we hear about something in our area and it affects others, we're very quick and responsive to get the word out. And the I uh, mentioned earlier, well, the, the website is becoming more and more important as that directory. So everything that you've talked about concerning the businesses and their accreditation is reflected uh, in that directory when people make a search for a company on the BBB website. Absolutely. Come to our directory, bbb.org. You can look up accredited businesses. You can look up businesses in certain specific sectors to find businesses that are accredited. And also, it's fascinating. I believe we've had over, in 2016, we had over half a million hits or searches on our site for business uh, sectors and searches for accredited businesses in the Western region alone. So more and more people are using this as the go-to directory when they're searching for businesses that they want to conduct their business with. And are becoming aware that the Better Business Bureau seal of integrity is a seal of trust, uh, like we spoke about today, and recognize that Better Business Bureau seal throughout North America as a business that you can trust and do business with. Great. Well, thanks uh, for this, Linda. Uh, When we come back, we're going to be talking about Uh, putting some of that to work and getting some uh, tips that the BBB has gathered together on renting. So stay tuned as we render some reminders on renting. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of BBB Western Ontario. And we welcome BBB Communications Manager Ashley Castleman to Ask BBB. Welcome, Ashley. Good morning. The sun is shining and the road beckons. Summer, for many, is about loading up a van and heading to all destinations. For many travelers, renting the proper vehicle is the only way to get around as your friends and family pile in. Rental cars are essential for many travelers, but rental car contracts can be very complicated. Uh, Consumers need to read the fine print before signing the contract, and they should be aware of any extra fees that may apply. Boy, fine print. As soon as you hear that, you know that there's something coming. What's the first thing that somebody should do before signing a rental contract, Ashley? Uh, Renters uh, first need to document the physical state of a vehicle before signing. You can take a few quick pictures on your cell phone. That way you have a record of the condition before you took possession of the car. 
Uh, We received the odd complaint where a rental company accuses a customer of causing damage. Uh, It then becomes an issue when both sides are under the burden of proof. So what are some of the other complaints the Better Business Bureau hears about uh, rental car companies? Often we we receive complaints about unexpected costs like mileage caps, insurance, drop-off fees can also change the price dramatically. Putting in a little time for comparison shopping before renting can save you money and future uh, headaches. Um, Additional fees that may influence the overall price that you pay are, for example, uh, when I rented a car this summer on vacation, we chose not to rent from the airport location as it was significantly significantly higher. In that case, it was more than double the cost of the price. Uh, But we saved that because we did a little comparison shopping ahead of time. This is something you might want to compare the cost on, whether choosing a different location may be more cost effective. Um, And if you need one by an airport, it might be cheaper just to take a taxi to another location and it might be half the price. So you might want to do that research before you reach that destination and find out what those companies are. Um, What are the other criteria that we should be looking for when we go to rent a car? Uh, Well, the size and type of car, such as a compact, midsize, luxury, or even a minivan, uh, if you have two kids and a significant amount of baggage, um, a subcompact car isn't going to work for your family. Mm -hmm. Um, You might be in the vehicle for hours at a time. So consider leg room in the back seats if you have taller passengers. If it's just a bunch of your friends, but you have two people who are six feet tall in the back, again, (laughs) a subcompact car is not going to work. You're going to want to define what your needs are prior to hitting that reservation button. So what are some of the hidden costs we will want to ask about? Ask if the mileage is unlimited. Uh, Some uh, car companies only offer uh, 400 kilometers, but if you're going on a very long trip, that's not going to cut it. Um, Does it cap at a certain point? Is there extra charges for a different drop-off location? Also ask if the price includes taxes or if there's additional fees for extra drivers. Hmm. What about insurance? Uh, They always ask that. Should we get that insurance? Uh, The damages insurance adds a significant cost to the total of the rental, but it might give you ease of mind if you do get in an accident or you have a little scrape on the car. Ask what the insurance includes and what it does not include. Also, check and see with your credit card company to see if your card, um, like your Visa or your MasterCard, includes car rental insurance because that might save you some money. And as well, if you uh, own a vehicle and have insurance on it, there may be a rider to extend to uh, some rental vehicles. Correct. Uh, Another important question to ask is if the uh, insurance covers you if you leave the country. Uh, Many uh, people might take a road trip to the U.S. since we are so close to the border, but you need to know if insurance only covers you while in Canada. Is there ways we can save money while renting a car? There's always ways to save money. Um, You can ask the rental company if it offers a better uh, rate for a weekly rental. But at the same time, if you have a late or early drop-off, see if there's a charge for for that. uh, Or see if they have a special offer going on for the holidays. So before we go, is there any other tip that that we should know before we uh, wrap this up? Go over the contract thoroughly. Understand if there's costs per kilometer or any fees if you go out of province. Uh, Weigh the value of add-ons, such such as renting a GPS. Uh, That might save you money in data charges if you're using it on your phone, and time and gas if you happen to get lost when you're not familiar with the area. 
uh, see if a car seat rental or a roof rack um, is what you really want because these are things that can add to the total of your bill. Mm-hmm. Um, also, ask for the final price, including in taxes. That way, there's no surprises in the uh, end. Make sure the rental agent explains all the charges before you sign that contract um, and drive off the lot. That way, you won't be surprised when you get your visa bill. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> yes. Do your research so there's no surprises. Well, Ashley, once again, thank you for your valuable information. Uh, it's always uh, something that we take away with um, some notes. <laughs> Next week on Ask BBB, what to do when you need an emergency roof repair. And remember, you can always ask BBB. Visit the website at bbb.org. Contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT. We want to say thanks to our program producer, Ashley Castleman, BBB Western Ontario's communications manager. She produces the show as well as uh, stepping in front of the microphone from time to time for our tips as well. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.